Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome again to another episode of MLS UK Show Stoppage Time. It's episode 13. I'm Henry Hewitt and as always, I'm joined by... Elliot Holman, greetings. Now, Elliot, welcome to the show. Uh, we're having to record it a few days later than normal because you've had a bit of a bit of an injury. Now, you don't need to go into too much details because uh, a body part of yours has been swollen. That's all I'll say. Um, but are you feeling okay? You're not going to faint on me mid-episode, are you? It was very swollen, but I'm pleased to say uh, I've now had some light relief. <laughs> I do feel we need to uh, say it was your hand that was, was <laughs> swollen. Um, yeah, in the like we broadcast to uh, obviously all over the world, but particularly the United States. And um, you know, I'm sure all the animals that are in the states, people are thinking, well, what could have bitten him to make his hand swollen? Oh my God, it could have been something massive. The gator. No, it wasn't Gator. It was something significantly smaller. Tell tell the room what, what has bitten you. <sighs> a horsefly. Literally a little fly. And I grew up in the country and I've been bitten a hundred thousand times and nothing's ever happened. And this time, honestly, you, <laughs> you should have seen it. It's still a bit red, but my whole hand, I'm not exaggerating. It was like out here and yeah, ridiculous. So, um, I was dosed up the last couple of days, so I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have made much sense. Well, uh, I, I'm sure I speak for everyone when I say that we're glad you're back on farm now, or at least a little bit of farm, uh, and we can do a stoppage time episode, uh, because we've got one more full episode, which we'll record on Monday, and then it's your big day, you're getting married. Um, the big concern with your hand was, as everyone knows, when you get married, your partner has to put a ring on your finger. But if your finger was swollen, um, I don't know, maybe it'd have to go on your little finger or maybe your your toe. I don't know how how we'd do it. Yeah, there was some concern for the wedding day due to the um, swollen nature of my body part. But of course, that would have aided me in the uh, wedding night. Anyway, let's talk MLS, shall we? Yeah, we're not here to talk about your swollen body part. Um, as always, on Stoppage Time, we've picked out four of the biggest news stories this week, and we're going to discuss them in a bite-sized episode of the MLS UK show. So this week, number one, and this was reported last night as we record this on Wednesday the 6th, and it's Alejandro Pozuelo looks set to swap Toronto for Inter-Miami. Uh, it's a DP transfer. We don't see many of these, although we have seen a few in the last 12 months. Um, who? I mean, I know Toronto are getting Insignia. They're getting potentially um, other DPs as well come in. Um, who's getting the better deal with this one, do you think? It's hard, isn't it? Because Pozuelo, as we know, um, you know, we've often 
we've often lauded him as a fantastic player in MLS, great to watch. Uh, as soon as I think Pozuelo, I think Panenka, the guy's an entertainer. Um, I think most teams in MLS would have loved to have had him, if I'm honest with you. Um, I can't think of many teams, maybe LAFC, I can't think of many teams that wouldn't take a Pozuelo, don't need a Pozuelo-type player. Um, so certainly, um, you know, a, a, a great move for into miami If Toronto are making way for some serious, serious talent, um, uh, you know, as they've already signed and as is being rumoured to continue, then that's going to be one to watch as well. But you mentioned the DP transfers doesn't happen often. And I think this is one that something we're going to experience more and more now is the fact that MLS is evolving and it's evolving so quick. It's evolving quicker than these contracts are running. So Pozuelo, when he said, do you remember when Pozuelo signed? It was massive. It was a huge deal. Um, and, you know, he still is one of the better players in MLS, but all of a sudden you've got these, um, you know, we've, we've had Higuain uh, has joined and we're talking about Gareth Bale joining and Carlos Vea is staying and then Chiellini's joined. You know, it's evolving so, so quickly and the money from those players leaving, which we're going to get onto in a second, um, is generating more and more money to spend on these big players. So I think the DP transfers is going to become a thing a bit more in the next couple of years. Yeah, because, I mean, if you think about it for Pozuelo, he was only MVP 2020, so two years ago. Yeah. He's, he's only 30, so he's at a good age still. So, yeah, I think for the league's point of view, the fact that these players aren't just coming in as DP and then it's like, right, bye, I'll go back to Europe, I'll go on to Mexico, whatever. The fact that they are staying around and just join a different team is fantastic for the league. And, yeah, Pozuelo, yeah, I get what you're saying. He doesn't maybe fit into the bracket of, as bigger names globally, say as Bale or uh, Kalini, um, but he's still a massive name within MLS. He's still got a lot to offer, and I think into Miami, they're getting a, a very good deal there. Um, he will join Higuain as their DPs, and I think on paper, when you look at Higuain and Pozuelo as your DPs, that's a pretty good options to have, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, he would add to any any team. I, I can I can look at a Chicago and say, yeah, they've got a lot of attacking talent. It's not quite worked out. Pozuela would be a great addition, knows the league, is very experienced. But likewise, you could look at LA Galaxy and I could see Pozuelo playing for someone like the Galaxy. Uh, you know, it's a really, really good signing. And um, when you look at the partnerships that he may be able to create, um, and start to work with, you know, build up a little bit of chemistry with in, in the Inter-Miami team. Certainly one to watch, and it's a team that have, have turned it around this season already, so this could be huge. Yeah, this could be what um, Inter-Miami need, because, I mean, we've talked about Higuain so much on the podcast and saying that he's hit and miss. You get the games where he scores a couple of goals and wins them the game, but let's face it, for the vast majority of time, he's... He's underperformed. So to get someone like Pozuelo in, who, uh, let's face it, does perform and does have the energy and does uh, seem to give his all in games, of what I see anyway, um, maybe it might give Higuain a bit of a kick up the backside and uh, maybe we could see that from him. Um, of course, Toronto are having their own Italian revolution. Um, it looks like Federico Bernardeschi is uh, going to be signing from Juventus. He's a, a winger, sort of attacking midfield player. So it's exciting times for Toronto. Do you think, uh, I know Pozuelo's gone out and he will be a miss, but do you think this is what they've needed? They've got their own kick up the backside, really, haven't they? You could argue it's a bit risky. Um, they've they've made a big big statement here by having to trade Pozuelo. Let's be honest, they don't 
let's get it right. They, they don't want to trade Pozuelo. They just have to. They need to. So um, it's a bit of a risk because they had a genuine, you know, like you say, an MLS MVP player there from a couple of years ago. What they bring in, they need to, you know, it's not going to be for this season. They need to build a bit of chemistry. They need to learn to work together, play together. And then there's the ultimate question, is it going to work? Nothing Toronto Turf tried in the last few years has worked. So it's bold, but it's also risky. Yeah, of course, because if you look at Toronto at the moment, 12th in the East, there's seven points off the playoffs. And, uh, you know, we know that teams can turn it around, have a good second half of the season. But let's face it, seven points is a lot to turn around. And then to take that form into the playoffs when they'll be facing probably the likes of Red Bulls or Philadelphia, NYCFC, uh, Montreal, who look good this season. So, yeah, I think for Toronto, it's a case of let's see what we can do this year. Let's build as a team and then push on next year and uh, and compete but it's good it's good seeing Toronto uh, because it, for me and you we got into the league when Toronto were winning uh, supporter shields and uh, MLS cups and had that such a strong team with Giovinco and um, Altador in it and and many others so it's nice to see them uh, actually they've had a bit of a lull and it looks like they're going to be heading back up so that's good to see uh, right, number two this week in stoppage time, the second talking point we're going to be talking about is Jesse Lingard. He's been rumoured to have been offered some groundbreaking deals from two MLS sides. Now, he's uh, left Manchester United as a free agent. Of course, we saw he was on loan at West Ham last season. I think he scored nine in 16. So he's still got it. He wants to uh, get a bit of farming before the World Cup to potentially get into the England squad. And uh, he might be looking at, say, Gareth Bale and what he's about to do and, and thinking, oh, a bit, of, a bit of sunshine and they're playing soccer right up to the World Cup. I'll have a bit of that. Um, Jesse Lingard, he has had offers from the Premier League, but could you see him moving to MLS? I am a huge Jesse Lingard fan. I just I just can't see it. I'm, so, I'm sorry. This, this show is a huge advocate for MLS and um, we are there cheering them on as they make really, really dramatic, positive changes every single season, you know, with Apple TV happening next year, everything is is moving at such a rate. Jesse Lingard is far too good for MLS. Far too good. You think? Abs- Do you not think? The, the the spell at West Ham, the guy was on fire. He's he produ- You wouldn't expect Phil Foden to come to MLS or Rich Arlison. Jesse Lingard's record at West Ham was, was better. He scored more goals than... Than Rich Allison than Phil Foden, you know. I know uh, Calvert Lewin struggled with injuries, but you know his numbers weren't as good as Jesse Lingard. I'm I have been so impressed with Jesse. I, I ultimately I want to see West Ham make that move for him permanent because I think he loves the club and they love him. There's no way he comes to MLS. Um, I don't know. I think for me, yeah, Jesse Lingard is a good player. I don't doubt that. He showed that in the. The last World Cup, he showed that when he was playing for West Ham. I just think, uh, similar to Bale, I, I look at him in a similar way to Bale. I think he's not been playing much, uh, didn't get much game time for Man United last season. Um, I don't know. I think he's, he, 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 don't get me wrong, if he signed for a Premier League club like Bale, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that was a bad move. But for him, the lifestyle, uh, he's very prominent on social media as well. I think that fits in. He's just been in New York on his on his holidays. So I think, uh, yeah, I think if he's got offers from MLS, I think he will seriously be 
uh, considering them just for a, a good life because we know what it's like for footballers here in the UK. There's some players that, um, you know, they, they have a bit of, get a bit of stick in the media. If they're not playing well, it's suddenly that because they've got other interests. We've seen it with Marcus Rashford a bit at the moment. And I think Jesse Lingard falls into that. And I think for him, he may look at the uh, at MLS in the US or Canada and go, yeah, I just fancy a, a different move. And uh, so I, I personally put him in the same bracket as, as Gareth Bale. I would not be surprised one bit if he came to MLS. But Bale's gone to LAFC because it's well known that, it, you know, he's got an injury problem. He needs to get fit. He's struggling for fitness. I think that's the reason that Man United haven't gone in for Bale. Let's, you know, let's be honest. Bale's Bale can play at a high enough standard that an Everton and Manchester United could have come in for him. They didn't, and we know why. He needs to go to LA and he needs to get game time. Jesse Lingard, the last time that he was playing regular football, he was incredible. So I expect him to go to a Premier League team and, and do the same. Love him in MLS. I would love him in MLS, but I, I just, I can't see that he doesn't get a Premier League offer and there isn't a single team in the Premier League that's going to make a better offer than an MLS side. A worse offer. Yeah, no, I get, I get that. And I think, yeah, the Premier League will offer, it's, whoever the clubs are, it's rumoured to be maybe Everton or West Ham, Newcastle. Yeah, they will offer better deals than what's being offered in MLS. But um, yeah, I think for Jesse Lingard, it's it depends where his head's at. You know, if he genuinely thinks he can get into the England squad and, and have a few years there, then perhaps he is looking at the Premier League. But if he's just thinking, I just fancy a bit of a change, you know, he's approaching 30. If not, he is 30. I, I don't know. But um, I I don't know. And you've got to think as well, he's a big Man United fan. So maybe, you know, that David Beckham always said he won't play for another Premier League club. I know he's been on loan at West Ham, but maybe that could be in Jesse Lingard's head as well. I don't know. So we'll have to wait and see. It would not surprise me one bit. I think he'd do a very good job in MLS. Um, would it help him with the England squad? Probably not, to be honest. So that's why I think he's he's probably going to go to a Premier League club. Um, but, you know, it's let's face it, we popped into the top 50 on football podcasts this week in uh, in the UK uh, because of Gareth Bale. If uh, Jesse signs, then we, who knows? We might get into the top 45, Elliot. <laughs> we can only dream. <laughs> Uh, right let's look at number three on the talking points this week in MLS and it's a new signing for New England Revolution Uh, Giacomo Veroni has signed from Juventus Uh, a bit of a a replacement for Adam Buxley you've got to say 3.8 million Uh, do you know much about this guy Elliot what do you think he can bring because Bruce Arena's uh, confident he said he's he's fast he's strong and he expects him to do a good job so well that's, that's all you need really isn't it I this is a this is an MLS signing that I'm comfortable with. This is more my kind of bracket. Okay, now this is someone who can I be really extreme? I'm going to compare him to Paul Pogba. I'm going to tell you why. Are you okay? Are, are you still? Uh, have you? you know, have you took one too many of them? Uh... Uh, paracetamol or just checking the direct it does say don't record any podcasts within 24 <laughs> hours of t- uh, no the reason I've compared him to Paul Pogba been around a bit mo- moved around but has never actually hit his potential good player all right he's not at the level of Paul Pogba obviously but in terms of the amount of talent that that he clearly has it's never quite worked out for him um I think the best season 
if you're looking at his career, the best season is one uh, in Austria and in, in the Bundesliga in Austria, where um, I think he scored 16 goals. That's off the top of my head. Don't quote me. So he's played. He's had a good run of football there, and he's played. Um, you know, he's played a, 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 a good enough level, but then has gone. You know, has gone back. Played in Italy. You were talking. You know, Serie B, Serie C, not not at a level where he wants to be I think New England Revolution is a really good move for him in terms of a fresh start completely fresh he'll get the time to bed in and he'll get good service and hopefully he'll be able to hit the ground running yeah I think when you look at uh, the likes of Buxer I I think um, it makes sense for them to go for it to a similar kind of player to replace him Um, you know that was a very good deal that was going very well and obviously he's moved on back to Europe which you can understand um, so yeah, it just makes sense. They were looking at a few players by all accounts, and they've uh, they've come across uh, you know Veroni. But um, yeah, I, I think lots to be excited for uh, New England Revolution. An interesting point that Bruce Arena made in his press conference actually is that they have noticed that quite a few players coming from Austria have done uh, have done well in um, uh, in MLS. So that is something they've clearly looked at and clearly thought. Well, it's a, it's a nice sort of breeding ground if you will to MLS which is interesting really because now we're having more players who are not only going to MLS from European um, leagues but also the other way around it is interesting that clubs are looking at well how does this player like if they've done well in one league how does that translate to the other and vice versa Um, yeah I think New England Revolution I mean looking at them you know for the second half of the season I know they've picked up recently but do you think this is a signing that could sort of re-energize them and get them comfortably into the playoffs? I honestly think this is this could go one or two ways. I, I think it's harsh maybe to expect him to come in, hit the ground running and get them single-handedly, get them into the playoffs. Can he add a couple of goals? Yes. Is it going to be more of a signing for next season? Probably. Right, number four of what we're talking about this week and the final topic is uh, Greg Berhalter has actually come out and said that he's, uh, he's a bit worried about all these players that are leaving MLS and US shores uh, quite early on in their careers for Europe. He's saying it could have a detrimental effect on the career and actually they could be better off staying in uh, the US. We've seen uh, Yao from DC make the move uh, this week to a Belgian side uh, where he's joining Brian Reynolds, who's on loan from Roma there. So uh, that's a perfect example of uh, uh, of basically this happening and and these players moving. Because if you look at uh, Griffin Yao, he's only played uh, 32 games, I think. He's only played for the US uh, under-17s. He's only 19 years old. And I know these players do want to go over to Europe. They see the, uh, the dollar signs in their eyes that the Premier League and Serie A and uh, La Liga have got for them. So they go to these, like the Belgian League is sort of a stepping stone. But, I mean... Do you think they actually would be better off staying in MLS and then making a move a bit later on in the career? Yeah, a hundred percent. And and I think this is something that we this is a point I have to make every every time we do stoppage time at the minute. Griffin Yao is a perfect example. I remember him as a sixteen year old. They sent him out on loan to play in the USL. He did extremely well. He came in for the cup competitions and then he went back out on loan again. Clearly a talent. Clearly somebody that they were trying to nurture. And obviously he's now started to play. For DC, he's started to um, you know get the fans at Audi Field behind him, and he's done well. And then immediately he's gone, and 
I think it's the the regular football is the key here. So it's it's very easy for Greg Berhalter from his position to to uh, to kind of complain about this because imagine scout having to do the scouting for the U.S. men's national team now. You you having so many people based all over the place, especially in Europe, uh, multiple countries in Europe where so many Americans have now moved over to. And I think the problem is they're not playing regular football. Manchester City looking to get Zach Steffen out on loan. He's not, I, yes, he's played a couple of games, but let's be honest, he's not played. And that is a problem that we're seeing throughout players that have gone. Uh, even DK did really well at Barnsley, but he's had injury problems, not guaranteed to be playing for West Brom. There's there's so many examples of good good players, and it not and it not working out or them not getting the game time. Um, Matt Turner's not going to play for Arsenal this season. It's a fact. Great, great move for him. He's not going to play. So, you know, from from a US men's national team point of view, I completely understand this, but they're going for the money. Until MLS changes, and I say this every every time we do an episode, until MLS makes that change financially, it's going to keep happening. Yeah, I'd agree. I think that um, on paper, it's great. Of course it is. It's great that these players are being recognised in uh, the European leagues, in particular the Premier League at the moment. Um, And it's good for us. It's good to see the likes of Matt Turner and Stefan uh, training with top quality players um, in the Premier League. But it's like you say, you know, these players are then, Greg Berhalter wants them to uh, improve and wants them to be match fit going into a World Cup in, in November. And they're not playing, so they're not going to be match fit. And you know, even if they played in the uh, the second teams for these uh, for these clubs, it's not like in uh, the states where it's in USL and uh, you know there is that competitive nature about the leagues. They're playing in the Premier League Two, which is, I mean, I couldn't tell you one Premier League Two this year, and I don't think you could tell me either. So they, you know, there's not that competitiveness there, and they'll only be playing in the Carabao Cup. Uh, FA Cup wouldn't have started yet at that point. So, yeah, it's, it is a worry. And, uh, you know, I can see his point. And I, I think with Griffin Yao, personally, I, obviously we we don't know him. We don't know what's going through his head. And I, I know DC aren't doing great at the moment, even though we did beat Orlando the other day. Um, I I don't know. I think, I've, personally, I think he'd be better where he is, even for a few years. Because this, again, you've got to remember, 19-year-old kid, if he stayed at DC for another two years, got past 100 appearances, he's only 21. Teams are still going to come in for him because he's a 21-year-old who's got 150 appearances under his belt. So, yeah, I understand with you. I think uh, Berhalter should be worried. But from an England point of view, heading into the group stages match, <laughs> if they're all undercooked, that's not bad for us. That's a great point. Uh, I fully support it. Send them all. Send them all over here. (laughs) Um, Right. Well, that's it for us this week on uh, MLS UK Show Stoppage Time. Uh, Don't forget, MLS UK Show is sponsored by Soccer90.com. It's the best place to get your shirts, uh, your your soccer shirts, whether it be MLS, EPL, um, international shirts, other countries around Europe uh, in their leagues as well. And don't forget, when you're at the checkout, if you type in the code MLSUK, you get an extra 20% off. Get your Belgian Griffin Yao shirt now. And they do a lot on Soccer90.com, but I don't think they do KVC West Airlo. But they might do. They might start doing. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe not a big market. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much for joining us once again. Uh, Henry, one more big episode until the big day. 
It is, yes. We'll be back on Monday, hopefully, unless Elliot gets another infection from an animal that is, uh, well, smaller than your fingernail. But um, hopefully he won't do. I've had worse infections. Uh, see you soon. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network.